Hey peoples, this is another movie review of Holiday Rush. As always, I want to thank you for listening, that really means a lot to me. And on to this horrible, horrible review. Holiday Rush is a Netflix film, and according to Netflix, the movie is about a widowed radio DJ and his four spoiled kids that need to tighten their belts and pull together when their life of luxury turns lean just before Christmas. And if that's not enough information, basically it's about a DJ and his kids, and the DJ's radio station gets bought out by another company, and he gets fired for some reason, and he wasn't really in the business of saving, so his family has to cut back on certain things like living in their expensive house, and Christmas gifts, and things like that. So basically the movie is him trying to reconnect with his spoiled kids, and also regain some type of employment. And that's really the movie. So, this movie struggles in so many ways. So many ways. It's dull a lot of times, mostly because the comedy in the movie doesn't work, there's bad acting from the kids, and overall, the story just doesn't work. The movie never sticks its foot into one complete storyline or fully fleshes out a storyline, but let's get into that story. So, right off the top, the story makes no complete sense. A company buys the radio station and then fires our main character, Rush, who apparently is number one in radio station ratings. The company wants to go in a different direction, which is mainly pop, and he deals in hip-hop and R&B. Which, okay, fine, but why fire your cash cow? It's like if Disney bought Pixar and then fired all of their animators. The point of buying an entertainment company is specifically to buy the talent. I understand the company wanting to go in a different direction in regards to pop, but you don't fire the guy. You might move him to a different time slot, but it makes no sense to fire him. One of the weird things is that when the new president or CEO, whatever her title is, of the radio station fires him, for some reason she has some vendetta against him to make sure he doesn't get back on the radio. I don't understand the point. First you fire the talent and you want to get rid of him because you want to go in a different direction, but also you don't want him to be on the air at all because he's so big well if he was so big then why not keep him on your radio station what sense does that make and the rest of the movie plays out as her being a constant roadblock from him getting back on the radio but they never explain the reason why i was hoping maybe he did something wrong to her in the past maybe they have a past relationship something it's just nothing she just has it out for them for no reason never met the man before but just doesn't like him i don't know why but let's call that the A storyline. The B storyline has to do with the kids, but there's just so much to talk about there that I'm gonna say that to the end, and I wanna touch on a few points before I even get to the kids who I just wanted to push off a bridge. But a few more things about the story overall as it regards to the writing. It seems like the writers just wrote a first draft and didn't go back and write a second or third or fourth draft. And the reason I say this is because things pop up in the movie that weren't there initially and it feels like it's just random. So as you watch the movie, it's like, oh, here's a new story element, but why didn't y'all introduce this earlier in the movie? Why now? And it makes the movie feel even more rough than it already is. And a couple examples is about after about five to maybe 10 minutes, the movie starts counting down Christmas. I don't recall the movie doing that initially, but once the man gets fired, they start counting down Christmas because that's important. Second random thing, ghost wife. Ghost wife. Yes, that sounds random, but I don't know how else to explain it. Our main character is a widow and ghost wife appears and he's talking to her. It would have been nice if this was introduced earlier as if he always saw her maybe, but no, just this moment there's ghost wife. And I think I get what they were trying to do, but it just feels random. It feels so random. Also the romantic situation in this movie, that starts out of nowhere. 
So we have our main character Rush and his producer. Now you could probably guess when the movie starts that they're going to end up by the end of the movie, but the movie shows no inkling of them actually liking each other. There's no signs of flirting whatsoever. But then after our main character has a one-on-one -on -one with his ghost wife, as dumb as that sounds, the ghost wife mentions that it's time for him to move on, you know, find that love and uh, you know, she's the right one. After she says that, then we get little cute moments between them from then on, but they weren't there before. It would have been nice if they were there before and you saw the hesitation between our main character and his producer thinking like no I'm still getting over my wife and so on and so forth but none of that they're just friends but then after the ghost wife says you should go after that producer he's like okay time to make some cute moments and that's what we get but uh moving on the movie also struggles with editing it has random cuts and it doesn't know how to handle multiple similar scenes at the same time one simple mistake in editing they make is that we see two characters walking down a hallway and the movie has three cuts in it nothing happens between those cuts it just shows them walking down a hallway it cuts then they're a little bit further down the hallway then it cuts again and they're a little bit further down the hallway don't know why they did that whatsoever but there are a few times in this movie where they cut from one scene to the same scene but just characters in a slightly different location in regards to them having a problem editing multiple similar scenes like i was saying in this movie you have the annoying kids struggling to deal with their new lifestyle so we get a scene of the father talking to his daughter and simultaneously we get a scene of the kids aunts talking to the main character's son the father and the daughter are inside the house and the aunt and the son are outside the house near the basketball goal and they're both pretty much having similar conversations about you know this new life and dealing with it and figuring it out but they cut between them so poorly that we don't get full emotional moments between either one of them so when they cut back to one of them and the grown-up says something emotional and we're supposed to really feel it we don't because we didn't get the full conversation but anyway moving on to the main problem of this movie the kids i hate these kids so much and the movie makes you hate them so much so the premise of their storyline or what's supposed to be the premise of their storyline is that they're rich spoiled kids and they have to deal with downsizing their life and not living a life full of luxury but that's not what really happens for one thing the kids continually blame their father for their situation it doesn't make sense because the man didn't quit the man got fired they act like their dad just walked into his job and said i'm done with this and felt like downsizing their life which is not the case but that's how they continually talk to him and that's how they continually treat him like look what you've done to us this is all your fault and there's no sympathy whatsoever none of the kids actually care about their father they're not like hey are you okay oh my gosh dad what are we gonna do even if you want to focus on them being selfish just make it so these kids are ignorant and acting like their father just quit his job and put them in this situation because that's not the case one really annoying part is that our main character's son he has his own storyline about getting into college and when his dad loses his job he basically blames his dad and says oh my gosh now i can't go to college and it's all your fault and i'm thinking like your dad is a radio dj he is not a billionaire what prestigious college are you going to off of his finances none you can go to community college there is no way you're going to some ivy league high price college off of a dj salary the whole time i'm watching this movie i'm like did this kid not try to get any scholarships whatsoever he was just gonna pay for everything off his dad's wallet i'm not sure how much radio djs make but i'm pretty sure they don't make that much but back to the storyline this movie pretends to have these kids are supposed to be adjusting to living a less luxurious life and we really don't get that the movie cuts away too much to focus on the dad and his job stuff that it doesn't show the kids actually having to adjust into this new lifestyle they only have two moments showing that they have to readjust to a new life 
One was a line about one of the daughters saying, oh, that's my bathroom time, I better go in there now. And also another scene after dinner where the aunt says, you have to help me wash the dishes. But we don't see them wash the dishes. We don't see them do anything. These kids learn nothing, absolutely nothing. The movie tells us they've changed at the end, but they haven't done anything. They don't know what real poverty is. They don't know what real labor is. They don't know what actual house chores are. None of that. We don't get to see them do any of that. And because we don't see it, it doesn't feel real. And these kids are basically the same by the end of the movie. But I've dwelled on this too much. Let me hurry up and wrap up. A couple more random things. Too much makeup. What's up with all the caked on makeup? I don't understand it. Why is the makeup so bad? Our main character mentions Saint Nick a couple of times, but they don't really put that Santa Claus element in this movie. So that felt kind of random. And lastly, which I guess could be a spoiler. So spoilers for this movie, but our main character puts up his own billboard in the movie. And this is after he lost his job and financial restraints and stuff like that. They don't explain how they got the money to put up that billboard. Billboards cost a lot of money. Trust me, I know I looked into it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Do not waste your time on this movie. Oh my goodness, these kids suck. But that's all peoples. Thank you for listening, I really appreciate it. Thank you for the likes, the thumbs ups, the subscribing, the retweeting, the commenting, all those things. I really like the comments. Please continue to have a great day. God bless, I'll talk to you later.